Well, gents, let's get straight into our new favourite segment, which is my footy memory. Footy memories. Cue the music as we usually do with that one. Footy, footy memory. Memory. And my footy memory this week comes from possibly one of the greatest games that we've seen in the modern era, which was in round three, 2004. Gents, first of all, do you know who was playing from memory? Was it Essendon West Coast? It was, Maxi. Gosh, you have the encyclopedic memory, mate. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure, just this is strange, but I'm pretty sure I was having what would have been probably my seventh birthday at the bowling alley near High Point. <laughs> and oh. we were simultaneously watching the Essendon West Coast game and watching the finish of it. <laughs> I remember great. it well. That is extraordinary, Maxi. So besides all the Black Eyed Peas songs that they had on those screens, they managed to have one screen at least to the Essendon West Coast game. Yeah, we made sure of it, man. <laughs> yeah, how did you go as well, by the way? Out of curiosity, did you end up finishing in the top four? Probably no good. I'm no good at bowling, unfortunately. But <laughs> Did you have to use a ramp, Maxi? I think I still need to, man. Surprised <laughs> that you were the officiating umpire at the bowling centre? I have to be better at that than the bowling itself because I'm much the same. I just about dropped the ball on my foot for starters, I think. I think it's worth mentioning, gentlemen, that I did get pro when I went to the Wii Bowling, so I'm very, very happy about that. (laughs) That's an achievement, Serbs. You you make sure that's on your CV, I think. The only sport I didn't get pro in was golf. That was really difficult, I remember, on the Wii. The golf was a little more sophisticated. They were the days when... when Wii Sports was anything that mattered. Uh, And very, very difficult as well if you have a Wii console at the moment to try and sell it to anyone. Very, very difficult. (laughs) Best of luck with that, Serbs. I'm just looking at this, just happened to bring up this particular match we're talking about here. And what a a sign of the times. I mean, we're talking 16 years ago now. It was 137 defeats, 131. What a high-scoring, enthralling game. Yeah, talk about spoiler alert, Frizy. But anyway, absolutely, it was a very, very <laughs> just just for all those fans out there that were at the edge of their seats, going, "Oh, I wonder what the result's going to be." Oh, that's all good. That's all good. Well, it's already happened, so it's not like it. I've just completely killed it, haven't I? <laughs> I think everyone knows the scores anyway. <laughs> I think everyone knows the scores. What many people don't know, gentlemen, is how I influenced the game. I had a direct influence in the game and I'm going to tell you about it because on that very night, gentlemen, I was one of the selected AFL Oz kickers to run out at half time in front of a bumper crowd of 33,000 people, if you don't mind, under the roof at the dome. I was wearing my favourite number 18. <laughs> and I was representing the red team and our little setup was right near the boundary. So plenty of fans, probably half cut, watching our game, which is very, very exciting. So during the week, just to give you a bit of a context, a bit of a build-up to the game, James Hurd was publicly criticised during the week because he had a bit of a go at Scott McLaren, which, gents, as you know, was public enemy number one with Essendon fans. Yeah, that was a really strange week, wasn't it? I think there was a heavy fine involved there. I remember post-game there were Essendon fans hanging over the fence with like $50. (laughs) I think they were pretty angry at um, Scott McLaren themselves and they were trying to pay her his fine. Gents, I love the context, but you guys honestly don't know about spoiler alerts. Come on, we've got to build this up. We've got to make this special for the people listening for the first time. Anyway, let's get straight into it. It was a great start by the Bombers. 
We stunned the West Coast Eagles with the first eight goals of the game. So it was eight goals to none. This is incredible. Essendon still a chance. A very big chance. McCurry kicks his second. The Dogs by eight goals. But the West Coast Eagles, as we know around this period of time, really starting to become a premiership contender. And they clawed their way back with those big eagle claws of theirs to get within 14 points at the half-time siren. But anyway, that's not the most important part. It was razzle-dazzle showtime for me. I had my coloured boots on, my mouth guard in, socks rolled up, all the way up to the kneecap. They were big socks back in the day. And I was ready to run up the race. The crowd, gentlemen, went absolutely bananas when the Oz kickers came onto the ground. Their beers were put down. We got a standing ovation. Now, look, it's one of the tallest kids back in the day because obviously the Maltese genes have started to catch up on me and I haven't grown since year six. But at the time, I was a very tall piece of timber. So I had the ruck duties in the center of the ground. So what happened, gents? I flew higher than any eagle in the stadium. Actually, thinking about it, I tell a lie because Ben Cousins was playing in this game. <laughs> oh, good one, mate. I had, to, I had to get it in, gents. I had to get it very, in. Very, very smooth. I was going to absolutely annihilate. <laughs> I grabbed the ball clean out of the center and I hit the ground running, guys. I one bounce, two bounce, three bounces. I stream towards goal. And guess what? I ran into a vacant goal square and pounded through the first score of the match. Winning, winning, winning. And I took off. I went out of the field of play. I spotted my mum in the crowd and I gave her a massive hug. And the people around me were going off their nuts. Beer was spilling all over me. Turns out that wasn't my mum in the crowd, but my adrenaline was absolutely pumping. I just, I was going to hug anyone in the crowd. I mean, what a goal, <laughs> equal to the celebration. And what happened next was even more astounding. So I ran back to my teammates, only to notice that the ground had been set up for a kick-in. Strange. Did they do the centre bounce without me? Did I miss something? I don't think so. Then I remembered back to my magical moment, running into that open goal from the centre square. And I realised that not one single opposition player had even tried to tackle me, nor stop me. Was I too quick for them? I said, ump! Umpire! What's going on? And the umpire politely replied to me that I had kicked the behind. Now, gents, come on. I said to the umpire, in which world is it possible that you can kick a clean ball through the two big sticks and score a behind? And the umpire replied to me, in a world where you kick the ball through your opposition team's big sticks. Oh, serves you. <laughs> oh, gents, that's right. I had run the wrong way with the ball and kicked the greatest behind you'll oh. ever see for the opposition. Oh. Yep. David Roden, eat your heart out. Absolutely. I, I, just too- couldn't believe- I was so excited. I had the ball. I didn't think I'd get a possession for the game. The whole crowd was behind me and I kicked it the wrong way. Just... Absolutely extraordinary. Each one of the great, the great um, reverse goals of all time, and you went and hugged someone in the crowd. Do you reckon Hurdy was watching? Is that where he got the idea from? Is the thing, Maxie. <laughs> so what happened was we lined up, 
and we watched all the Essendon players come out onto the ground and get ready for the third term. And there was the man. What Herdy does is he runs right past me. And when he passes me, Maxi, he gives me a very subtle wink. What could this mean? Did he, he strike? The final quarter got underway. The lead changed four, yes, four times. The scores were level at the 31-minute mark before guess who? If anybody's going to get it, it'll be James. Snap the most unbelievable goal you'll see to win the game. And what did he do next, gentlemen? He hugged the bike in the forward pocket. That's correct. <laughs> he hugged someone in the crowd. So that wink was confirmation from the man himself, the man of the moment, that he saw my celebration. There you go. The siren sounded a minute later. The Bombers win the game. He was the best on field. And guess what? Test at the Telstra Dome. James Hurd's week is complete. My Oz kick celebration, without a shadow of a doubt, inspired Hurdy to create one of the best moments in AFL history. You're very welcome, Jimmy. Well done, Matt. That is terrific. I tell you, it just set the tone. That little wink was just to say, watch this, young, young fella, because I'm about to take this game by the scruff of the neck and pick up three votes, and he certainly did that. Hopefully one day, mate, we can get Herdy on the podcast and we'll run that story by him. <laughs> I'd love I to know. see if he remembers it. <laughs> I reckon you're on to it, mate. Anyway, gents, that is my footy memory for this week. You know, it was just that silly sort of half humour, half just madness, you know?